You already know the fun of King's Island. Blue ice cream for lunch, catching your breath between screams on the beast. But this summer at King's Island, this is 50. Don't miss their 50th anniversary celebration all summer long with new shows, new food, and new fun. It's King's Island's biggest summer yet. And now through August 14th, King's Island is turning up the excitement with a daily 50 years of fun street party. It features dancers, music, and more, commemorating the last 50 years. Make plans today at visitkingsisland.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All hit Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and um, each night from 11 p.m. until 2 a.m., I come to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right around the world. If you'd like to send me an email, studio at exxonradiotv.com, on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV, and our radio website where you can Go and find out what we've done in the past, what we're doing today, and what we're going to be doing tomorrow at www.exoneradiotv.com. Now, if you're new to the Exxon Broadcast Network and you're trying to figure out who's on what schedule, what the shows are about, all you need to do is go to one website, www.xzbn.net. You know, it's no secret, Exxon Nation, that the world is in turmoil. We've talked about it this week. We've saw it in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We've seen it in, in North Charlotte, Carolina. We see it on the streets throughout the United States and Canada. We see what's going on in Europe, the Middle East. These are crazy times. Well, I hope my guest this hour, a good friend of the Exxon, Patrick Sims, We'll be able to shed some light on this. Uh, Patrick Sims has been married to Bishop Ken Sims for over 40 years. They have three daughters, uh, one son and 11 grandchildren. She is an evangelist and is the co-founder of Mana Ministries, the Kashanta Sims Foundation, and Kingdom Designs and Services. And she's also the host of a weekly, uh, or she hosted weekly programs on the American Family Radio, Christian Freedom Radio Show, and television broadcast. She is the author of Eyewitnessed, Believe What You Cannot See, and she's co-authored uh, Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, which is available on Amazon and is one of Amazon's bestsellers. And she's the co-author of Heart Song, Food Memories, and My Favorite Summertime Memory. And... Uh, she also has a clothing uh, clothing sign designed from Bishop Sims' original artwork via Vita Collections, featured on HSN. She loves helping others, singing and traveling. Her website, www.manaministries.net. And Patrick, how are you, my dear friend? Welcome back to the X-Zone. 
I am good. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you so much for having me as your guest again. I always enjoy my time with you. I thank you for that, and once again, please give my very best to the bishop. I hope that he is feeling better soon. And oh, I, I must, I must, I can only believe after knowing you uh, the many years that I've had the opportunity to know you, that these troubling times must be hard on both you and the bishop. It is. It is, because when when your eyes have been open and enlightened, Rob, you just, you want others to be able to mm-hmm. see and feel and understand what you see and feel. I put a post out on the internet the other day and just just a simple post saying what the world needs more of today is love. And if we if we loved mm-hmm. the way that, that Jesus loved, even a little bit, maybe not even to the extent that Jesus did, our world would be a much better place. But the, everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but so many people are so self-absorbed, but oftentimes we look at it as just the person. And I'm constantly telling people right. that it's not just flesh and blood that we're dealing with. We have to see and understand the powers and principalities behind these happenings. I mean, it's it's so diabolical, um, the, the killings, whether it's the, the black lives mm-hmm. or whether it's the, the blue lives. Um, all lives really do matter, but the enemy of our faith is Satan, and he's the one that's instigating all of these um, murderous acts regardless to who uh, it, the act is against, he's behind all of it. And the idea is to disrupt. He really is has been mad at God for being kicked out of heaven sure. because he wanted to ascend uh, to the north side. He wanted to be higher than God. All right, Patrick, please stand by. You and I have to take a quick break. We'll be right back, Nation. Patrick Sims is our very special guest, www.manaministries.net. And Patrick and I will return on the other side as we continue this edition of the Exxon Radio Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Don't go away now. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at www.drgibbswilliams.com.
shamanism is recognized as a method to access the quantum level. Mastery of shamanic skills puts spiritual information and healing power into your hands. Path Home Shamanic Art School, a bonded Colorado certified occupational school, has met rigorous state standards ensuring its director and instructors have the qualifications to teach the shamanic arts. Path Home offers its certification program in blocks of study. Block 1, a five-day intensive, will be held in the beautiful mountain town of Coldale, Colorado, October 13th through 18th. Registration deadline is September 12th. Experience journey trance, power animals, helping spirits, sacred space, and life purpose. Come discover your power. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magical world of shamanism. Call 303-775-3431 or visit findyourpathhome.com. Exonation Patrick Sims is our special guest this hour, www.manandministries.net. When we see all this negativity and all this violence that is going on in today's society, Patrick, does this stoke the fire giving Satan more power? It's not giving him necessarily more power, but Satan realizes that he has a short time, so... It, it encourages him to do more damage, to be more devastating. Of course, you know, he he's just one. He's not all-powerful like God is. I mean, God is omnipresent. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. He's all those things. But Satan, he's not that. But the third of the angels that fell with him, who are now demons, they operate with him. He is the head of that hierarchy. But he is the one that, that's giving orders, but because there's so many of them that are all over and they are no respect of persons either. Mm-hmm. So as much havoc as they can wreak in a life, in a town, in a country, that's what they're about, to steal, to kill, and to utterly destroy as many people as possible, as fast as possible. You know, I was talking to a guest the other day, and and I came up with a very startling and yet very happy observation that more and more people are talking about angels and angel intervention. And whenever I hear people talking about angels, I know what they're actually saying is they're confirming their belief in spirituality. Are you seeing this as well, uh, Patrick? I am. Uh, Actually, I'm seeing it both ways. Uh, with people who are seeing into the the spirit realm, but seeing um, demonic activity, but also seeing people who are having angelic visitations. And we, we, I've had a lot of divine intervention. My entire family has, and just really since since I was a baby, um, the fact that I'm alive was a divine intervention because my father told me that. When I was a baby, I don't, I don't even think I was walking yet, but obviously I had teeth, at least strong enough to crack glass. And my grandmother had been to work, and she had acid in a glass. I, I don't know why. They never, they never told me why. But two of my favorite things were Vaseline, petroleum jelly, mm-hmm. and ice. And they suspect that I thought with the acid that was in the jar, that those those were two of my favorite things. So I bit into it. Right. And I cracked the glass and as it it as I swallowed, it cut me oh, God. my insides going down and the acid was causing my insides to deteriorate. And they heard me screaming, so my mother my father, my grandmother, when they ran into the room, all they could see was the baby with blood pouring out of her mouth and my voice, I'd screamed, uh, and with what the damage that was being done, I lost my voice. So they picked up what they had, rushed me to the hospital. My father said that he ran every, every stop sign and traffic light and that the doctor in emergency told him that they got me there in the nick of time. Now, I don't know how you measure a nick, but 
they got me there just right on time. And they, my father had to help the doctors hold me down mm-hmm. and wash me out. And they said my mother fainted because she, it was too stressful, too traumatic for her. So she fainted. But my father helped, and he said for about a week, the only thing that they could give me was drop crushed ice down the back of my throat. But I'm still here. I'm here. I've had, um, I've been in about 15 different vehicular accidents to include a local transit bus. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yes, this is one of the long ones that we had in Mississippi, and when people hear that they think well we don't want to be driving on the same highway Mm -hmm. with you rob the thing is i never caused any of the accidents i never caused any of them but the lord saw fit for me to live through all of them to live through all of them even the one with the bus i was younger i was like a a teenager right sure when when um the bus accident happened Mm -hmm. and it just so happened to be one of my older relatives much older relatives that caused the bus accident but i lived through that yes one of them there was a man when back in 96 i was on my way to work i was an underwriting technician Mm -hmm. and we had a very bad snow and for mississippi and meridian we don't get snow, so people don't really know how to maneuver in it. But I was going, driving up over the bridge, which was about, it had like a 17-foot drop. But I saw this man barreling behind me in the rearview mirror, and I knew he was not, there was no way he was going to be able to stop in that snow and ice. And it, it, it scared me, but I, all I knew to do was to call on the name of Jesus. And he slammed into me. Um, people on both sides of the road were jumping out of their vehicles, coming to check to see if I was hurt. And he even got out of his vehicle also to check. But then he slipped away without anybody knowing it. So um, the insurance, I had to bear um, the accident, or rather my insurance company, had to but i just knew that he was going to knock me over um the bridge because of the force that he hit me but when we got out when i got out and with the men and the others that were um, investigating with me Mm -hmm. we could not see even one dent and everybody heard it and they were all talking about the impact the noise and that they just knew that i was a goner but I was okay. I did have some repercussions behind it that um, caused me to have to have a neck brace and my body um, reacted. I couldn't, my nerves, it affected my nerves for a few weeks, so much so that I could not even stand for a sheet, a light sheet to touch my body. But as time went on, um, I, I was healed and back to normal. But that, too, um, was divine because it, it just there was no way for a vehicle that type because this was not one of the older models that we call the real cars. Right. That built strong to um, handle an impact like that. This was just a regular Ford car. Well, so. whatever the reason, my dear friend, I, for one, am so glad <laughs> that you are all right and that you were all right. Obviously, the the powers to be above also share my love for you because you, you, you have, ever since I've known you, been on a mission with the Good Bishop, a mission to bring love, joy, peace, harmony, and the Word of God to people. Yes. That's... Yes, since I was 17 years old, Rob. I was 17, mm-hmm. and he was 19. We were at, Actually, I was 14 when we met, and um, I was 17 when we got married. And it was about a couple of months, because we, we got married July the 31st of the bicentennial year. Right. And a couple of months later, he had this dream. It seems like I might have told you this before, so... 
uh, I'm reiterating a little bit of it, but uh, he had this dream that the it was the end of the world and he we had gotten separated. So he was running around in this multitude sea of people trying to find me and finally he did. And when he found me, he grabbed my hand and we ran into this ark. And as, as soon as we were both in the ark, mm -hmm. the door slammed shut. We were the last ones in, in the dream. And he woke up and he was very disturbed about it. And um, he talked to me about it and he said, you know, I want us to live our lives for the Lord. Now, mind you, I, I was always brought up religious, but and he wasn't. That's the irony of it all. He was not really brought up religious. My my grandfather was a minister. My father was a deacon. My grandmothers, they were just devout women in the church. So I was brought up in it from a baby, singing in the choir, uh, <laughs> working on the usher board and all that stuff. But I didn't realize until he said that to me that something really was missing and that I had a void. And I learned as we decided that, yes, we're going to live our lives for the Lord. Right. Then I realized that he was what was missing. I was religious. I had a, I, I was religious, but I didn't have that relationship with Jesus. And it was that that caused that caused the change in, in both our lives, really. Are you and the bishop finding that more and more people are, are coming to you for spiritual advice at this time than at any other time before? Yes. Um, I, I was telling someone just yesterday that even these last couple of weeks, mm -hmm. there's just been, there's so much devastation, so much going on in the news, but then we... We know a lot of people, and some that have not actually met us in person still will call us, or if they are local, or if they're in town, right. want to come by and, and meet us and talk to us. And I, I'm not trying to sound you know, all, all special or uh, like I'm someone of such great importance, because I know that it's not what I have, it's, it's who's in me, it's who has me and what's on my life. And right. people know when you're real. Sure. Though none of us are perfect, they know when you really do care. And I I have a friend who is, she's a really beautiful, beautiful person, but she, she's very eccentric and and um, kind, somewhat of a recluse, but she really, she really loves the Lord. And, and my husband and I are two of the only people that she, calls to talk to for ministry and she's a actually a mighty prayer warrior herself but when she needs to talk she trusts us um with her her heart secrets her heart yeah. yes and she had just recently well last year this particular sister we're very close we're mm -hmm. we're different races but i'm the type person though I don't care what your race is. I don't care. Black, white, yellow, brown, red, Martian, you know, if you're green. Sure. I, I love you. And I don't love everything that everybody does. But don't, it, you know, we've got to go to a commercial break right now, okay. uh, Patrick. But okay. isn't it time that we got rid of the racial card? We get rid of the color and say we're all humans. We're all the same on the inside. We're just like different books with different covers. Exactly. But we're all books. Stand by, my dear friend. You and I have to take a short break. Exxon Nation. Patrick Sims is my special guest. And here's her website, www.manaministries.net. And Patrick and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. As I've been saying all week, how would you like to be part of UFO history? One website to go to will explain it all. www.manaministries.net. Got that so far? CubeSat, the number four, Disclosure.com. I'm Rob McConnell. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Did you 
you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7-365. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Welcome back, Exxon Nation. You know, I've been doing this show for 25 years now. 25 years of meeting great people. And every person has a story to tell. And when we look at this great big world of ours, to think that we could not have done what we've done without the, the divine power, divine intervention, or the creation, the creator ability, God, the Bible... Something is desperately wrong in this world. People say, Rob, why do you talk about God on your radio show? What does God, what does the Bible, what does religious philosophy or theology have to do with the paranormal? (laughs) And you know, when I hear these people ask me that question, I know that they are so shallow. 
they have no concept of reality they in my opinion do not have the ability to love mm-hmm. it's that plain it's that simple and we can see that with the children of today who in my opinion are lacking the supervision and the love that they so rightfully deserve from their parents it's too yeah. easy to give a kid an, a smartphone and say here take care of yourself it's too easy for a mom or a dad to say well listen i'm not going to be home for supper today put something in the microwave it's so easy for a mom or dad to pawn their children off on a babysitter so they could have a social life come on get get you know look what's happening to a society you know it's easy to blame the kids but the children are not the problem the parents are Exactly. And my father said that when he was alive, he was always saying, mm-hmm. uh, children know no more than what they are taught. Exactly. You know, so I, the, used, I used to use this analogy, Patrick, that a child is just like a, a, a brand new hard disk drive with no data on it. A mm-hmm. child needs programming. So does, the, yes. so does the hard drive. And what we're supposed to do is, is show our children love, teach them how yes. to love, how to be good citizens, how to follow the law. And yes. we can only do this by setting that example. That's it. That's it. Because, and if we're not, you mm-hmm. know, they, they spot a phony yeah. uh, a long way off. So it's important that we are do, they, we, they're seeing demonstration in the home. Because for from 2000, uh, well, I stopped in 2009, but for four years here in Oklahoma, I was in the public school system um, as a sub. Um, one of the middle schools called me their four-star general sub, but I didn't mind. They could call me for any class. I mean, they could call me for the ones that were on in-school suspension. I, one of the classes that I had to teach for a week consisted of ninth through 12th graders, mostly males. There were two females, This and, and Lawton is um, just a, like a melting pot of, it's multicultural right. and multiracial. And so, but some of them were in, in, in gangs, and one of the young men had on the, for lack of a better word, the ankle bracelet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was pro- probably going to go to prison. I don't really know what happened, what the outcome was, but they were basically ruling, and the teacher that was there, they just kind of was got their way, so they, were, they weren't really learning anything. So when I was there, um, they would talk and talk about gangs, and one young man was saying, you know, I'm, I'm a crip and, and my father is a blood and, you know, we got this in the trunk of the mm-hmm. car and that. So in my hearing, I guess they meant to try to scare me so that I wouldn't try to make them do their work. But I let them know in my class, you're going to work or you're not going to be in here. We're going to work and mm-hmm. we're going to have fun. And when they started talking the gang stuff, I said, look, you don't scare me. For one thing, first and foremost, I got Jesus in me the angels around me, and I'm really a black belt that never tested. So you don't scare me. And so, and I said, you know what y'all need? And then I just went into lecture mode. Sure. I said, what you need is for your parents to give you a good boo-boo spanking with a switch, and then some of you need for them to put their arms around you and tell you how much they love you. I said, now, I can't spank you, Okay. but I would. I would if I could but I can put my arms around you and tell you how much I love you. And I said, you guys are better than this. I love you. I love you. And you can be anything. And then I just went into a spiel, like, you know, they pushed some buttons. And then I couldn't get rid of them, Rob. I couldn't get rid of them. So when they would uh, cycle out during that week, I'd always tell them, do not, I better not see you back down here in in in-school suspension. So uh, that first day, one of the young men, that was his last day, and before the bell rang, he was coming back in the room. And I said, what did I tell you? Right. And he had, he's like, no, no, Miss Seal, it's not that, it's not that. I said, you missed, you come to see me, you missed me. And he just kind of smiled and laughed. And so I just, I, I, they saw that I, I loved them. And I did that from pre-K all the way through to 12th grade. Every day was my mission field. 
I intervened with kids that were doing drugs. I, I it's some wonderful stories there too. But yes, they need the parents and they need the teachers and they need to work a plan and the children need to know. They don't need to see that I can go home and tell my mother and father that you said this to me or you did that to me and they're going to come up here and beat you up. But I tell you the truth, in a lot of ways, I feel like the system mm-hmm. is the one that's failing the children. Well, I, I agree with you 100%. You know, like the system in my books, being a parent and a grandparent and also having been a part of law enforcement for a number of years, mm-hmm. includes the family, mm-hmm. the school, and the church or whatever exactly. religious organization you belong to. Exactly. And when we have a failing in one of these three uh, essential parts of this formula, it needs to be rectified. You just can't sweep it under the carpet and say, all right, we'll just go with now either the school or or the parents or the parents and the church or whatever. It needs yes. to have the entire formula. I believe the kids today have way, I mean, way too much say in what they do. Discipline and uh, respect seems to have gone out the window, and this carries on from their childhood to their teenage years to their adulthood. Yes. And I really believe, and I've said this before, and I've said it to you both on air and off air, that as soon as they took religion out of Mm. the schools... Mm -hmm. The entire system went for a dump. Yes, that was the breakdown. Yep. That was it. That was it. No question about it. How do we? How do we? How do we try to to reconcile Patrick a, as Christians and as good citizens without getting upset and without feeling negativity towards these people who are brought into the Canada and the United States? with mm-hmm. ideas that are totally against what we believe and yes. yet they're using the system mm-hmm. to have their 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 sharia law try to be put into place yes it it does make you angry mm-hmm. because my thing is i'm okay that you're free to choose whatever religion that you want but don't try to take my privileges and don't try to change me. And I don't I don't know of a, a country that allows visitors or guests to come into their country to change their laws and them have to have to vote on something that an outsider wants passed exactly. because if they're feeling offended. I think it's just it's very I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it actually. You know, and so what we do have to do, mm-hmm. though, like you said before, as parents, we have definitely, ha- we have to pay attention to what our children are being taught. We've got to make sure that we are teaching them those principles, even though they don't want to recognize these principles in the school. We have still, we still have to instill them in our own children. Yeah. We still have to pray. We still have to fight for what's right. I mean, even if, if you've got to stand alone, Fight for what you know is right. And yet, you know, the Bible says, turn in, turn the other cheek. Do mm-hmm. unto others as you would have them do unto you. Mm-hmm. What you what you sow, you will reap. It's yeah. In today's society, there are so many conflicting emotions involved because we see people who are manipulating our words against us in order to have their their religious theologies and their re- religious beliefs yes to to smother ours out like i'm sorry it was these organizations these are their philosophies that won the battle to have the bible taken out of our schools mm-hmm. you know and that and this to me is so wrong and yet because christians are so peace loving it worked against us yeah see rob that at that point that's when we get violent not and i don't mean that mm-hmm. um in a bad way. I mean, spiritually and in warfare and attacking it um, in ways that's going to make a difference to support the, the, if there's a a law that's trying to be passed, get out and vote against it. If it goes against the principles of the word of God, 
that's when the, the violent take it by force. But, you know, we've lost so much ground, as you were saying, being the, the, the peace-loving and just accepting everything. We were never meant to just accept everything. Jesus didn't accept everything. Mm-hmm. And so the, the thing is, we have to have a balance. There's a way to love a person without loving the evil that they do. We're not going to embrace the evil. I, I can still embrace the person. And just because I say that it's wrong, it's not even my judgment. I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I believe what God has said, what Jesus said, what the word of God says. Mm-hmm. So I'm not the judge. I'm just saying what the word says. And But people will take it and manipulate it. And, you know, now it's a hate crime. Which I, which I think is so ironic because here, here in Canada, do you know I can't, I'm not supposed to say Merry Christmas? Did you wow. realize that? Like to me. I didn't realize, I didn't realize in Canada, but I knew yeah. a lot of the stores and places here. Yeah. But, you know, then forget about it because Christmas is supposed to be all about Jesus anyway. But, yeah, it, it's, it's all so sad. And, and, to put a, and to put a nativity scene out, it, yes. it, you know, that could be possibly misconstrued as violating another person's right to their religious beliefs if the nativity scene is in public. Yes. Like, come on, give it a break. I know. You know what I say? You know what I say, Patrick? What's hey, that? listen. Wherever the plane landed, if mm-hmm. you don't like what we do here, the plane takes off and it'll take you to wherever you came from. I totally agree. I totally agree. Stand by. You know what? Yep. That happened to um, Madeline Murray O'Hare. Because I remember in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. She was the one who actually got prayer taken out of school. And we we met her son several years ago here in Lawton, though I was in Mississippi when that happened. She actually, according to him, tried to defect to Russia because they were communists like her beliefs were. And they wouldn't even let her in. Wow. So, stand, stand by, Patricia. We have to do a little bit of a cliffhanger here. I've got to take my final break. Exxon Nation, Patricia Sims, Patrick Sims. I'm sorry, Patricia. Patrick Sims is our very special guest. www.manaministries.net. Patrick Sims and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and around the world from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. As host of Dialogue with Divinity, I am thrilled to join the Exxon Broadcast Network and their growing number of affiliates. My quest for a connection to the divine ignited my successful career path as an international spiritual counselor for over 40 years, an author of four books, and well-known metaphysical educator. My clients call me their spiritual mama. So my job is to offer you a radio show to help you grow spiritually with wisdom and get specific tools from guests who are experts in their field. Tune in to Dialogue with Divinity and be part of the conversation with Spirit. My goal, your happy soul. For more information, please visit my website at johannacarroll.com. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7-365. 
Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. What happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genix provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life is no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. Explanation, are you a skeptic or are you a believer? Has there been something in your life that you look at years after and say, my gosh, that had to be divine intervention? Has anything ever happened to you and the split second after everything settles, you look around and say, my God, that had to be divine intervention. The angels must have been taking care of me. My guest this hour is Patrick Sims, www.manaministries.com. And Patrick, you know, you have had so many and shared with us so many examples of divine intervention over the past hour. Are there any more you can share with us? There's quite a few more, but one that really stands out 
in my mind right now is my daughter, uh, my, my youngest daughter, mm -hmm. my our oldest firstborn, has gone on to be with the Lord as of June uh, 2015. I'm but, sorry. Uh, thank you. The, the other one was in college, and she was with one of her cousins one night, and I, it was about, about 9 o'clock, and I just felt this urge to pray that she was in serious trouble. She hadn't called. I didn't know anything, but something just gripped me, and I just began to pray, and I prayed until I felt a release and that everything was okay. When she got in, about 15 minutes later, she was just very torn up, very shaken up. She and her cousin, she couldn't hardly talk. And finally, she was able to settle down and tell me what had happened. They were coming across the railroad track, going across the railroad track, and and a train was further down the road. They actually had plenty of time to beat it without taking a chance. Like some people try to beat it, it's not necessary. So it wasn't that they were taking a chance, it was further down the road, I mean, down the track. So Brandy was going over the track and the car stalled on the track. Oh my gosh. There was nothing she could do to get it started. The, the, the train was blowing its, its whistle, its horn, in hopes that they would move. And Camelia was yelling at her cousin saying, you know, we got to move, we got to move, get it started, get it started. And then at that point, she just froze. She heard the train and there was nothing that Brandy could do. So she sat there, she sat there in a stupor. And Camelia said that right as the train would have made impact, a force pushed them over the track to the other side of the road. Oh my gosh. And I know I, when she told me that, I just felt such a presence of God. Some people call it chills, but um, I felt that strong presence of God. And then I realized, I looked at the clock and at the time that the Holy Spirit unctioned me to pray because something was wrong, it was around that time. And I did that. I interceded for my child until I felt the release that everything was okay. So I, it just made me thankful. I, and you said something earlier, Rob, like it, it's hard for you to comprehend how people don't believe in, in a God, in God. It's, it's hard for me too, because when you look at everything, to me, it's, it's, it takes more faith to not believe in That's God. Right. Because if there's a design, there's a designer. If there's art, there's an artist. If there's a building, there's an architect. If there's a creation, there's a creator. Duh. And I, my, I, we joke that about the Big Bang Theory. And mm -hmm. I say my, my theory of the Big Bang Theory is that God spoke and bang, it is. So, you know, and I pray for those because... Like I've always believed I've not always been committed like I am right now. So I don't poke fun at the people that don't believe. I pray I pray for them because I have noticed that people that believe in God tend to be uh, better people. They tend to have values that don't allow them to just treat people any kind of way or do just any old evil thing and not have their conscience um, rebuke them for it. That, you know, that is so true. And once again, looking back at my many years that I've had the pleasure of, of meeting people like you and meeting people like the bishop and the other people that I've gotten to know during, during this show and, and the lessons that I've learned, I've come up with a very simple observation. Life is simple. Humans complicate it. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'll have to adopt that one. You may, my dear, with my blessings. Um, you know, we're coming down to, to a point in the interview where we're soon going to have to say so long. And as always, time goes by too fast when you're with us. But as a, as a member of the clergy, 
having mm-hmm. been with the bishop now for so many years and seeing so much, having these miracles happen, you know, having divine intervention happen. Do you think that we are in the time as depicted in the book of Revelation? I, I believe that I usually, I think I've said before Matthew 25, when I meant Matthew 24, that we, we are seeing the signs of the time. Mm-hmm. There, there's no question in my mind about that. And just seeing how everything is escalating. Yes. I, I actually believe that Antichrist, I'm, I, I'm not trying to say what an age, what age he would be, but because of how rapid things are taking place mm-hmm. now, I actually think that he's already here somewhere on this earth. That doesn't have to be whether he's here now or not. We know that according to the Bible, he is coming. And the Bible is the only book that I know that tells the past, present, and future and it's 100% accurate. But yes, to answer your question, I went around the world, I guess. But yeah. I, I believe that um, we are in a portion of, of Revelation. Is the, is the end time as talked about in the book of Revelation, is it talking about the end of existence of mankind, humankind, or is it talking about the end of religion as we know it i think it would be the the end of religion as we know it Mm -hmm. and just the the corruption the evil all all of these things um at the very end there's going to be finally peace on earth that that utopia that people talk about Mm -hmm. but that won't happen before the the great tribulation but we will have one day that to look forward to um that's actually another lesson in itself but yes i believe that the the evil that we witness every day that god's wrath is is one day going to be complete and is going to be eliminated and jesus is going to come back i believe on the white horses I believe we'll be with him. I believe just like the scripture said, the same way that he left from the Mount of Olives, that his feet are going to touch down and the greatest earthquake that has ever been in this world will be will experience that or whoever's still on earth, those that are, are living will, will see it. But there is finally going to be peace. But he's the only one that's going to bring true peace. There's no government on this earth. And they can say peace mm-hmm. and all these different things. Uh, and they may, some of them, do some good things that may cause peaceful moments, peaceful seasons. But the true peace is only going to come when the government is resting upon the shoulders of Jesus. That's when we are really going to see the true peace. Too bad we're running so short on time because I, I, I just wanted to make a statement and let you know how I feel about something. You know, I, I, I have a hard time with mega churches. I have a hard time with even the Vatican, with all its riches, and yet so many of its people are poor, hungry, need clothing, need ho- homes. Why don't the mega churches and, and the Vatican just sell off everything they have? And take care of those who that they are, you know, supposed to be taking care of. And do like Jesus did, walk. Talk to the people. Get rid of the charade. Do they really think that by holding up these great charades, it's going to give them prime seating in heaven? Well, whether they think it or not, so many are going to be in for a rude awakening. Yes, because ma'am. I, I feel you on that. In fact... We, I stopped years ago, even with some of the, the big quote-unquote ministries on television. Yeah. When I saw some of the things, it's, it's one thing. I, and we, our ministry, we're not, we're not big. We're not a big ministry as far as 
having the resources to do what we want to do. Sure. But we do every month, we do something to help with, with the orphans, you know, and, you. and the widows. And um, But when I saw these organizations that is begging for the little grandmother's last penny. That's where you draw the line. Just lighting up yeah. a whole city. It's ridiculous. All right, Patrick. I hate to do. I hate to do this, my good friend, but we're running out of time. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you Please for having me. My I love, love you, to God bless. Love you too. Love to you, the the uh, the bishop, and tell him I you both are in my thoughts and prayers for his health and he, both your happiness. Take care, Thank my friend. You. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Mm-hmm.